This is episode 39 of the Next Year Now podcast. Hey, I'm Adam Grant, author, podcast host, and Wharton professor. If you want to finally crack the code on building a successful life, then fire up the Next Year Now podcast with my friend Tom Hefner. Welcome to the Next Year Now podcast with Tom Hefner. Tom believes that if you really want to thrive at work and in life, then every day, purposeful habits and practices are vital. The Next Year Now podcast will not only help you identify and integrate these habits into your daily life, but also bring you key insights and lessons from some of the most successful people in their fields. And here is your host, Tom Hefner. Hello, and welcome to the podcast devoted to helping you thrive at work and in life. The topic of habits and practices is always front and center in our discussion, but we also explore how we use these habits and practices to improve our personal development, productivity, creativity, health and well-being, business, and entrepreneurship. Today, we speak with Moitza Mars. If you're looking to improve your online marketing, sales, or even just build your presence online, then you're going to love, love this interview. And that's because Moitza is an absolute master at online marketing using Facebook ads. In our conversation, Moitza and I will be discussing what makes online marketing and Facebook ads in particular so effective. The value of using social media versus Google for online advertising. Great resources for do-it-yourself advertising on Facebook ads. Book recommendations to help you cut through the superfluous from your life and work and so much more. Moitza, thank you for joining us today and welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you for having me. Moitza, I've shared this before on our show, but I think it bears repeating because it's so important. You know, one thing I've come to understand is the importance of online marketing. You know, whether you have a, a podcast or maybe you offer online training or courses, or you just want to sell a product, like you better be good at online marketing. What makes online marketing so effective? And in your case, what makes Facebook ads so effective? So before I did my own thing, before I started running my own company, I was actually employed at an advertising agency where we did traditional ads. Um, so TV ads, radio ads, newspaper ads, and everything was so incredibly expensive. <laughs> so all of the companies that we worked for, uh, that we worked with were big companies with a lot, just big budgets. And um, I was always asking my, and that was, I think it was even before Facebook offered an advertising platform. So I was always asking myself, I mean, how can small businesses even get out there with these prices? Like they cannot afford a, a TV ad or a radio ad. It's also expensive. Yeah. So I think what makes it really effective and really good for a lot of businesses to use is first of all, affordability. Um, it's just Facebook ads are incredibly affordable. Everyone can use Facebook ads. Uh, you can drive a lot of traffic to your webpage with just a couple of dollars invested in Facebook advertising. Uh, and again, it's effective because you can track every single thing. So the, the number one issue that I had when I was working at the advertising agency was with tracking. Um, I was always asking my superiors, like, how are, how are these businesses that work with us even satisfied with our work if they don't know if this, I don't know, this TV ad really actually drives 
uh, traffic, food traffic to their store. So how do they know that this is effective? And they were like, well, they don't really care about that. (laughs) That's the secret. We got to keep it going. (laughs) Yeah, that was exactly what they said. They don't really care. So just do your job. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I was like, yeah, that that doesn't sound really good to me. So I think that one thing that I really another thing that I love about Facebook ads and online marketing in general is just that everything is trackable and you know exactly what works. You can learn a lot about your target audience, what makes them tick, what attracts them, what kind of content do they like. So you can um, upload more of a similar content or work on products or uh, eBooks or podcasts that talk about that same topic. Uh, So that first of all, the affordability and then tracking everything. (laughs) Okay. Well, when we think of using Facebook ads as a platform for advertising ourselves or our products or our services, who in particular should consider advertising on Facebook ads? Like who does this really stand out for? First of all, I just need to get it out there. I think pretty much everyone (laughs) should use Facebook ads. (laughs) I've been working with Facebook ads for five years now. Actually, Funny story, right t- today, I am ce- celebrating my fifth anniversary of losing my job at that advertising agency. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to say congratulations, that's but that's not maybe, I mean, I know that led to your starting your business, so. It is It is good. You can see it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I think that everyone should advertise on Facebook. So I've been doing this for five years. And I've only stumbled upon one business that really wasn't a good fit for Facebook ads. And they were doing something, it was a B2B business, GMO related. And I was like, yeah, I don't think Facebook ads are the right kind of approach that you should take at this moment. Um, But everyone else is really like whatever you do, whether you sell info products, if you're a software business, if you're a B2B business, if you're a coach, if you do podcasts, definitely you should use um, you should use Facebook ads. Mostly I work with uh, software businesses and with online coaches and with info product creators, because first of all, um, it's everything is because everything is really trackable and they have usually software businesses have everything set up in the background and we can track pretty much every single click on their web page. That's why it makes it so effective. And I would really uh, encourage anyone in the software business to try out Facebook ads, but that doesn't mean that other industries are not good for Facebook ads. So whether you do an e-commerce store, if you have an online store, absolutely just do Facebook ads. What are you waiting for? We're going to come back to that, uh, in particular around podcasts and, and my experience with it. But, but first I want to ask you a few other questions, just kind of set the stage. In the podcasting industry, the bulk of advertising seems to span, uh, social media platforms. So things like Instagram, Facebook, uh, obviously you're kind of suggesting that Twitter and LinkedIn. What's the value of advertising on social media versus say Google? So I think I I talk to my clients about that a lot because usually they do work with a Google ads expert uh, separately and then they work with me and we kind of work together. Um, But I think Google require it's just a different approach. It requires a different approach. So when you use Google ads, for example, you're advertising to people that are already actively searching for something. So you are kind of before that you're kind of waiting 
for them to be in that mindset. Whereas on Facebook, they don't need to be searching for, let's say, time tracking software. They don't need to be searching for a good podcast. You can reach out to them before that based on their interests, whether they are on your email list, if they visited your webpage. So you can do a lot of things on Facebook. You don't need to wait for those customers to be in that mindset, but you can reach out to them before that. Um, also, I think it's just um, very effective. So social media, especially Facebook ads, are very effective in terms of targeting. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Facebook was, um, they, they were involved in a scandal and everyone knows about it <laughs> regarding the privacy issues because you really, like targeting was really, really creepy when you looked at the very details and what you could target. So you could target people who are in the market for a specific car. Um, but still, I mean, even with that, those options now gone because Facebook did update their um, their targeting uh, targeting options. It still remains incredibly effective in terms of targeting, in terms of targeting different interests, what people are interested in. And yeah, I think just like I said, uh, targeting and it's just a different approach than, than Google. Well, let's pull the thread on that a little bit more. How is advertising on, say, Facebook ads different from LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter in terms of how you target or even just the platform itself? I think it just requires a different format. So Twitter requires one format. And Twitter is actually very specific for 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 industries. So if you have an e-commerce, let's say an online store, Twitter might not be a very good option for you. Twitter is more tech and software oriented. Um, whereas Instagram is different. Instagram requires, again, a different approach. It's more visually oriented. Uh, you need good visuals if you want to stand out on Instagram. Uh, ads like like you run on Facebook won't work on Instagram. And Facebook, again, it works a little bit different. I love Facebook because uh, of the dip- different options that you have regarding, first of all, placements. You can advertise in Messenger. You can advertise on the on Facebook newsfeed. You can advertise on the right-hand side where you see all the ads. Uh, so first, it's just, um, it's just different options regarding placements, different uh, options regarding the visuals. So you can have a video. Uh, a long video, a short video, a bunch of images, just one image. You can advertise links to your blog posts. You can advertise videos. Um, So I think just everything altogether, um, different formats, different approaches. That said, all of these different advertising platforms, if, if you want your advertising strategy to be effective, and if you advertise across LinkedIn, Google AdWords, Instagram, whatever, they all need to work hand in hand so you don't want to have one Facebook strategy specific to Facebook ads and then another strategy specific to Instagram and then another strategy specific to Twitter. You all you have to connect all of them together and make it work hand in hand. For a more holistic approach. Absolutely, yes. Moita, as a podcaster, one of the approaches I will use from time to time is to spend money on a, on a Facebook ads advertising campaign. I've only done it a few times, I think in part because I don't know what I'm doing really and I don't really have a clear strategy. <laughs> um, can you share some ideas or tips for those of us that are in this position? So solopreneurs or those of us that are building out our brand on social media or podcasters kind of in that realm, what are some simple but powerful strategies that we can employ? 
First of all, whatever you do, whether you advertise your podcast, whether you advertise your um, software or your info product, whatever you do, you have to get to know your audience first. You have to know who you are going to be targeting. Are you going to retarget people from your email list? Are you going to target based on the interests your target audience has? What are those interests? Are they interested in this thing? Are they interested in social media? Are they interested in podcasting? Are they interested in, spe in a specific podcast. So you have to get to know your target audience first before you start playing around with Facebook ads. Now with, fa uh, with podcasting, it's a little bit different. And I'm assuming you've had these issues yourself. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hard because you can't measure the effectiveness in detail. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you, you can't, you can't track how many downloads you get on iTunes, for example, you can track these things, which makes it a little bit frustrating because there's not a lot of things you can do. That said, there are still approaches that uh, I would definitely recommend. Um, there's this neat feature on Facebook called lookalike audiences. So if you have an email list, so let's say you have a podcast and people subscribe to your, you also have an email list uh, where you send out like newsletters and mm -hmm. when a new podcast episode is available, you can, first of all, you can upload that email list to Facebook and okay. advertise to those people, hey, we have a new podcast, we have a new episode out and you can do that. That's one thing. If you want to reach people that are similar to those people that are on your email list, you can again, upload that email list to Facebook and create a lookalike audience. And what Facebook will do is they, uh, they will create a brand new audience that is similar to people on your email list. So similar in terms of interest and age and demographic. Um, and then you can reach out to those people um, pretty much saying, hey, this is a great podcast. Listen to it. Um, <laughs> this is so amazing. Please listen to it. <laughs> this is, yeah, very simple. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, uh, that's something that I would do. So take advantage of of all of those features that Facebook has. I, I, this is like really effective stuff that we're talking about, the lookalike audiences. Yeah. And then if, for example, if you have, uh, if you're selling an info, pro an info product, let's say, uh, if, or, or if you're trying to sell something at the end, the number one mistake a lot of people do when they are advertising, when they're using Facebook ads, they try to sell too quickly. And then they say, they come to me saying Facebook ads are just not effective. And what they did basically is they created an ad for their software that costs $100 and they targeted cold audiences based on some interest. It doesn't work like that. So you need to establish authority first. You need to create some sort of a report with your target audience. You need to first advertise them a blog post and then maybe advertise the lead, advertise the lead magnet to them. So trying to get them on your email list. And then one, once you have it, uh, once you have them on your email list, you can pitch them the software for $100, but it won't go to zero from zero to 100 in that one step. So you cannot just go out and knock on some, someone's door and say, Hey, I've got this product for $100. Do you want to buy it? But you need <laughs> to establish that authority and some sort of a report and to build trust with them before you try to sell them something before you're trying to introduce them to something new that they don't know. No, nah, that makes sense. Uh, and was a lot better of an idea than when I had when I first started uh, trying to use Facebook ads. So thank you. And, and what did you what did you do if I if I may ask? <laughs> uh, so uh, 
Uh, I first used it actually on an episode with Tom Rath. I don't know if you know who Tom Rath is. He wrote uh, StrengthsFinder 2.0. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I just went on Facebook ads and I started clicking uh, on basically they have, you know, a list of kind of uh, topics uh, that you can pick. For. So I picked what age graph, uh, like an age range of, uh, of, my, uh-huh. of my listeners, which for right. me is typically anywhere between 22 and 38. Um, mm-hmm. predominantly, I don't say predominantly, but more male than female. Um, oh, and then kind of just funneled down into the interest that, uh, I thought would, uh, resonate with them, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, was, it wasn't a great campaign in the sense that the only thing you can track is the, the Facebook ads. Traffic, you, I assume. Yeah. You can, I mean, you could definitely, so I, I was able to track, uh, traffic and I could see a, a spike. I guess the, the thing that was kind of, um, challenging or not challenging, but like somewhat disappointing was just looking at, okay, these are how many people that it reached. And then from that, like how many impressions did you get or how many like uh, actual click throughs and things like that. And that, that was such a small number that, and again, I didn't know what I was doing. I just was, ah, let me, let me give this a shot. Right. So yeah, uh, what you were sharing makes a lot more sense and is a lot smarter. (laughs) And, and I do recommend trying that out, (laughs) but, uh, but really what I would also encourage, I mean, you, you made a good point. You looked at those stats and went, ah, not really good. Let's just, let's just pause this all together. Um, (laughs) what I would do actually in your case and what I would encourage everyone else to do when you launch your first, I mean, it's not going to be a fantastic campaign from the first try. Definitely not. But when you do launch your first campaign and see, okay, I'm not getting, I'm reaching this many people, but only getting just a fraction of the clicks, um, take a step back and, Ask yourself why why that's happening and look at it from a different perspective, from a more positive perspective, perspective, not not saying, okay, well, this doesn't work. But the positive thing is now you know what doesn't work and you can try something else. Right. So now you see, okay, this approach or this target audience, it does not work. Let's try with a different approach. And you've already made a step forward because you know what doesn't work and you can try something else. No, for sure. I think that's uh, good advice. I try to treat it as a hypothesis testing experiments. Perfect. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, I mean, it's uh, definitely I, I think the the thing that I realized at that point was I took a step back and, and definitely didn't view it as a failure necessarily. But I, I, I said, OK, right. I need to get smarter on this. And so part of that was talking to people like you. <laughs> right. But uh, another part of that is um, trying to find some other resources um, whether that's trainings, books, or how-to guides. Mm-hmm. So with that, I mean, you being in this field, are there you know resources that you recommend that we start with? Right. So I'm a I'm a very awkward and weird Facebook ads expert because I only strictly follow one blog or one uh, w- one guy in this field that's just very good with Facebook ads, and his name is John Loomer. So he has a fantastic blog that talks about all of the details that you need to know regarding Facebook advertising. And he taught what I love about him is that he approaches things from a technical perspective. So he just he doesn't just say, uh, say, okay, try this and just see what happens. But he explains it. Why do you need to try that kind of approach? Why do you want to use that feature? And what happens in the background when you use that feature? So your understanding of Facebook advertising as a platform is much better and everything just becomes a lot clearer. So what I do is I just read all of his blog posts. He has a couple of good trainings um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm a really big fan of his. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll throw it out there too. Do, do you have any books, blog posts, or things that you've written uh, that you want to share with us? So I have I have an active uh, blog where I share all of the uh, updates that Facebook is launching, which is a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it happens every single every single week. Uh, but I also have a book on Facebook ads. So it's called Facebook Ads Manu- Manual: Everything You Need to Know to Get Started, and it's exactly that. So it's everything you need to know to get started. Uh, the interesting thing about my ebook is immediately after I launched it, Facebook released a, like a totally new Facebook ads manager the yeah. day after. And I was like, oh my God, really? Like, come on, you're killing me um, here. So I do need to update it though. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's definitely a good book. Uh, I get I get great feedback from it. I would love to direct your listeners to a video course that I have, but I don't have it yet at the moment. I am working on it though. When you do uh, go live with that, we'll include it in the uh, the show notes. Uh, but for now, I'll include a link uh, to your page for the Facebook ads manual that you created. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I think that's, uh, listen, I, I'm going to be talking to you after this about uh, how, to, how to do Facebook ads better. <laughs> Perfect. And I'll be more than happy to hear all of your questions. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so before we move on to the last part of the show, is there anything else uh, we should know about social media advertising or uh, Facebook ads in particular? So the one thing that I would like to conclude with is I, I do work usually um, when, when I do consulting work and when, when I do hands-on work, I work with seven-figure businesses and help them develop strategies. That said, you don't need to be a multi-million, multi-million dollar business to have an effective Facebook advertising campaign. You don't need to spend thousands of dollars to make your ads effective and to really see that change in traffic or sales or or leads or whatever. You can start really, really small. You can start today with just small steps. First of all, uh, launching a traffic campaign to your blog, seeing what works for your target audience, reaching out to them, uh, broadening, broadening up your audience, and then work your way from there. So you don't need to be this huge business with thousands of dollars to spend. You can start really small and still have an effective uh, campaign. That means there's hope for me is what you're saying. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. There's hope for you, (laughs) especially now with all these great tips that you received. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, Well, look, it's time for my favorite part of the show. This is where we talk about one of the best habits we can adopt today and that is the habit of reading. Moitza, I want you to think about the books you've really enjoyed over the years or books that have impacted you deeply. What are the two or three books that stand out for you? So first, the first book is The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Um, it talks about I mean, this is great because you mentioned habits before that. So it talks about developing and maintaining positive habits that change your life in a positive way, whether that's reading as a as a habit or going to sleep early and how to do that. Uh, And it really goes in depth regarding the strategies on adapting these positive habits. Um, The second book is Essentialism by Greg McCown. Um, I love this book because um, I think... In, in today's time, we're overwhelmed with a lot of information and we really don't ever stop to ask ourselves, is this really important? Um, so it talks about the perfect kind of 
work life balance and just focusing on what's really important in that specific time that you're in. And then the third book that I really recommend, and it, it did change my life. And I read it actually when I was still employed at my old job. So I read, I read rework by Basecamp and it's talked about remote work and it talked about approaching work differently and approaching meetings differently. And I was stuck at the job thinking we are doing everything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So I would really recommend it. Um, if you own a company with a couple of employees or even if you're by yourself, it's, it's a really good read. And what was that last one? Sorry, I I misheard. uh... It's, it's rework. Rework. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've read the other two I know, um, but I haven't heard of that one. So I'm going to, I'm going to mark that down for my, my Amazon list. Yeah. They have, they have some great books. I think this is the first one that they launched. So it's a great way to start with getting familiar with their books. It's just, um, it talks about approaching work from a different perspective. Awesome. Uh, last question. What are you working on now that you're really excited about? So I am working on a video course, like I mentioned earlier. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. So first of all, I'm releasing a video course uh, for people that want to scale their Facebook advertising service businesses. So whether those are small freelancers that are starting out and don't know how to do the administrative part of work yet. So I just I get a lot of emails from people uh, from freelancers or really small agency businesses not knowing how to approach contracts effectively and onboarding of the of clients. So I'm going to be working on that course first. And the second course that I'm going to be launching after that is a video course on how to get started with Facebook ads. Awesome. Well then sign me up. (laughs) Yes. Perfect. (laughs) I'll I'll note that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, uh, thank you for joining us today, Moitza. This has been a fantastic discussion uh, on marketing and Facebook ads and just a lot of really good tips and and practices that I'm going to take away from this. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. You can connect with Moitza Mars online at superspicymedia.com and on Twitter using her Twitter handle at Moitza Mars. That's M-O-J-C-A-M-A-R-S. All the links and resources Moitza and I discussed, including a link to her book, The Facebook Ads Manual, can be found at the page created just for this episode. You'll find it all at nextyearnowpodcast.com slash three nine. And finally, just a reminder... If you like the show and enjoy learning from our guests each week, please consider giving us a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us stay relevant and findable by listeners like you. That's it for today. I'll see you next time.